Hey, welcome to episode 165 of the Collector's Quest podcast. All right, in this episode, <laughs> Collector's Quest, not the best on keeping on top of news. We are talking about the CMOS battery issues that affect the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, as well as, as of a week ago, PlayStation Network for the PS3 was shutting down. Since recording this episode, Sony has since reversed their decision to shut down PSN for PS3, but in the future, PSN for PS3 and PS4 and PS5, it will all eventually shut down. And eventually, your PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 discs will probably stop working in their original hardware once PSN shuts down for those as well. So this isn't an imminent issue, but we're going to be discussing the ramifications on collecting potentially coasters in the future for PlayStation consoles. And no, these games aren't going to be impossible to play, you know, via piracy, via custom firmware, things like that. But what will the PlayStation Network in general have as an effect on collecting going forward? So tell your mom about the show, give us five stars in iTunes, and let's go. to another episode of Collector's Quest. I'm Tyler, here with Johnny and Stefan, the excited Johnny and Stefan, who are definitely not about to talk about work and how Tyler's depressed with coronavirus, and we're going to talk about something exciting. <laughs> I've got a new puppy. He's maybe 7 to 12 years old and doesn't like me, but I love him. Puppies are cool. Yeah, categorically false that it's a puppy, but oh. that's fine. Anything small is a puppy, Stefan. Hey, Stefan, what's going on in your life? Do you want to say the number three as an inexplicable <laughs> joke? This isn't going to work as an intro. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Collector's Quest. I'm Tyler here with Johnny and Stefan. Stefan, take it away because I can't do this anymore. What is, what is happening? <laughs> I don't know. Tyler, are you feeling all right? <laughs> what the hell just happened? We have, to, we have to keep all of that for context. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Wow. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Collector's Quest. Uh, we've got an exciting new episode for you. Woo! Modern gaming. Who's excited to talk about things that happen in the modern gaming world? Anybody? I mean, if there's one source that I would trust for things about PlayStation, modern PlayStation games and modern gaming in general, it's the Collector's Quest podcast. Those guys really know their stuff. We I have a Google Doc in front of me that says I'm excited to talk about it. So, woo! Yes, it's got big, excited uh, language on there. I, I believe I put three exclamation points in, cool. uh, in the stage notes. Wait, you think exclamation points just like grow on trees, Johnny? No, I look, we <laughs> only have so many, and I thought three yeah. was the appropriate number. You know what? Each, each exclamation point is now an NFT, so you only get one. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Topical. So, are NFTs uh, still a thing? By the way, my NFTs are back up to uh, the value that I uh, I purchased them at. Very excited. Yeah, I was going to say, it seemed to be a, like a huge plummet. Or at least at least that's what the internet has been telling me, that like in the last couple of weeks, there's been like a 70% drop on value on across the board on those suckers. Could you, are you suggesting NFTs might be a fad that is a completely worthless string of numbers? Look, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that, but there are people on the internet whose content I am consuming that do say that are you on my nft youtube channel no do you have an nft youtube channel no 
<laughs> you said that a little look, bit too seriously, and if I'm there's, concerned. If there's, look, you have a YouTube channel, which like the most popular uh, video is you jumping across a digital landscape. So uh, that is, you know, is I, I, inexplicable. I don't, I don't know. But yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, well, I'm glad you you are not taking a bath. Do, uh, so NFTs. I actually I meant to bring this up on the show sometime when during a what are you buying segment I wanted to talk about how terrible it is to buy an NFT. Um, to be clear, NFTs are garbage, and I'm not investing in NFTs. But you're talking about the process of buying an NFT. Yes. So I was like, so uh, Atari has NFTs, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy a Quadra and JPEG. We're gonna see how it goes. So I already have cryptocurrency. Now I don't have any Bitcoin or anything. But when Bitcoin splits into two different coins, there's all these like bullshit currencies that you just get if you have Bitcoin. So I had all of those sitting in my Coinbase account. So I have to transfer the shitty currency over to uh, like a garbage exchange because Coinbase doesn't deal in like Atari NFT currency. So I have to go to the garbage exchange. And of course, there's like a transfer fee to transfer my crypto into something I can actually like move without paying fees. And then it like there's a, a withdrawal fee from Coinbase. So I get over to the shitty exchange and I exchange whatever I have, Bitcoin, gold, whatever like bullshit currency I have into uh, wax. And of course, there's an exchange. So I lose a little bit of value on the exchange. I have to take it off the second exchange. There's like another $2 fee get like some nonsense wallet that you have to like scan a QR code to sign into websites after like two different currency exchanges and five transfers. I was able to buy an Atari JPEG. And uh, now I, it, I can't look you? at it unless I'm on a website. How much did it cost? They're like $2 each. <laughs> okay. That is literally the dumbest shit I've ever It heard. is the dumbest so, thing. Yes. So you could have, you could have, purchased a physical copy of Quadrun for about the same price. No, oh, no, Quadrun's like a $1000 game. Is it really? Uh yeah, Quadrun's a uh, pretty rare. You could tell me I you know, I care so little about Atari, you could tell me what. Oh man, I believe you. Quadrun. Steve Void had programmed it. Mail order only game. Cool game. Very unique cool, cool. game. Cool. Anyway. Cool. <laughs> I wanted I I just wanted to see what the process is like and it's horrible and it like makes no sense and it's like if you do it you'll clearly see like wow this will never be a thing like just like if you try to spend a bitcoin you're like wow this will never be a currency this is a horrible thing and so an uh, part of the reason this is coming up again is because my mom like two days ago is like tj what are nfts should i be getting nfts and i'm like oh my god mom please my inheritance no I can see it slipping <laughs> oh, <God>. away. <laughs> this isn't about you, Mom. This is about me. And, yeah, very much and my so. future when you are dead. That's, um... <laughs> I can't believe your mom even knows what an NFT is. It's like she listens to no, the show. No, she's got a a, uh, a boomer Bitcoin bro. I don't know how else to describe it. There is someone who is 60 to 70 years old in her ear, constantly hyping up cryptocurrency stuff and, like, telling her to, like, make, like, real investments into it and it's like mom no don't don't buy sixty-two thousand dollars of bitcoin that is a highly speculative thing at a time in your life where you need to keep the money you have for retirement yeah that's like if some 25 year old puts twenty thousand dollars into bitcoin that doesn't matter because they have a whole lifetime to make that money back up you don't yeah yeah what the that's 
That's bizarre. All right. Yeah, that's our that's our cryptocurrency podcast hour. Better intro than talking about how we hate work and fish. Apps. Well, I don't hate work. Do you guys want me to? You guys want to? Do you want to trade Atari NFTs? I don't. I mean, we would have have to have some idea if that's possible or like, can I do that? I don't know. Could you trade? All right, hear me out. Could you trade an Atari NFT for a fractional share of like a Mario game? Ooh. Because I think I think that would be uh, you, that would just be worth like if that's possible like that's that's YouTube content for you right there that- Tyler like <laughs> like you're just like documenting your journey trying to trade an Atari NFT for a fractional share of Mario Three. <laughs> there I there is oh I I don't there's one of these these uh, graded baseball card websites they do have like some one of the, like an NFT blockchain component so you like buy an NFT but it's really a representation that you own like a physical copy of an item in a vault somewhere so if like one of these video game fractional share companies is like NFTs woo I could try to trade an Atari NFT for a fractional share of Super Mario Brothers two equally worthless things <laughs> I mean, anyway, you should make the trade. Speaking of your YouTube channel, the Tyler, did you hype your last video? Because I really, really like it, and I feel like it's just sounds like a month ago. I know, but I don't, I don't remember if you. He hasn't been here. Uh, You can go to my YouTube channel. There's an old video. I I mean, I probably said it at the end of the episode when we say like, "Where can we find you?" you? I don't think you did. Is that people? People listen to podcasts for the news, Stefan. And what's new? I feel like something's uh, actually happening uh, in video game collecting, right? Now. Yeah, he, this is the segue, Stefan. He's moving us on. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, oh, there, <laughs> there's news. Wait, hey, wait guys. it was a seamless segue, right? We didn't like have to interrupt the show or anything. No. no. Uh, hey, guys, just so you know, hey, you tell me if this is alarming to you, <laughs> but the PS3, Vita, and PSP store are closing. Oh, so the intro is over now, and now we're getting into the topic. Those, those were the nuggets, you know, <laughs> if you will. Curly fries. Now you're getting perhaps? into the tenderloin. Oh. What? Is that how that is that? I don't know that you no, know I, how, I the don't... anatomy of a cow. I, no. <laughs> that, nuggets aren't on cows. Do you often have cow nuggets? That, that, that's what I'm saying. Because you transitioned from the nuggets into the tenderloin. Chickens also have <laughs> a tenderloin. Fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Let's go. That's where that's where <laughs> chicken tenders come from. It comes from the tenderloin. Is that true? I don't even know if that's true. I mean, I can assume that that's true. We'll see. Maybe I'm making it up. <laughs> Maybe. Totally You're trying to get one over on me, Johnny, about chicken tenderloins. <laughs> I can't wait for you to go talk about <laughs> chicken tenderloins. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's where chicken part. tenders come from is the tenderloin. That That's a real thing. Okay. It's uh, off the chicken breast. Okay. So yeah, but <laughs> but no one ever talks about it in that in that terms. Uh, we could talk about tendies and we could talk about tenders, uh, but tenderloins on chicken, not so much. Uh, but yeah, if uh, if you want to know, uh, yeah, every chicken has two tenderloins. They're pretty small, so you know. We, we need We're getting to, dangerously we into boring go. food talk. No, no. <laughs> No, this is all gold, but we still need to go. Otherwise, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, you've ruined a tender moment we had, but all uh, right. That was good. Yeah, yeah, dick. Oh, God. Yep. 
All right. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about these PS3, Vita, and PSP store closings. We're going to talk about PS4 coasters. And we're going to talk about what that means and what the hell is happening because the PS3, Vita, and PSP stores are closing. So, uh, Tyler, what is happening? Johnny, the PlayStation 3 PlayStation Network is shutting down. And, okay, I didn't look at the, the price charts and timing. Are the PS3 price spikes, like, directly correlated to PS3 shutting down? The, the PSN shutting down? Um, yes and no. So, um, there was already a spike in in ps3 games due to coronavirus everyone you know got that that coronavirus bump and then as news of psn like started to rumble games started to spike a little bit and over the last like month it's been going up you know maybe even a month and a half back and then right when the like the news broke several games went to the moon okay like and just out of nowhere makes sense and i don't I, i don't understand the exact correlation for most of them but like people are just worried uh, about PS3 games not being available anymore. I don't know if they know the full context of everything, but it is causing uh, some panic buying and PS3 prices are going to go up. And, you know, like what happens when every like rise, there's not going to be this huge crash where it all comes back down to like whatever price was. The price memory is not going to fall that far. So they might recede a little bit from here. But right now we're still going to the moon. Yeah. And I mean, it, the, the whole thing with the prices, it could just be that people are thinking about PSN shutting down like, OK, all those digital games I won't be able to play anymore. Oh, what if there's other PS3 games I want to play in the future? You know, all these games are relatively inexpensive. They used to be almost worthless. Used to be. Now they're like 10 to 30 dollars. But, you know, it, it's people who may have been focusing on collecting PS2 or SNES might be like, oh, let me just like grab all the PS3 stuff I need right now while it's cheap and. I don't have to think about it because I'm thinking about it right now because PSN just shut down. Yeah, PS3, like the... Go ahead. I have a question to pose to you two. PSN is shutting down. What is a... An exclusive PS3 PSN game that is going to be lost when PSN shuts down? Fat Princess. (laughs) Shut up. No, Johnny, stop. Can you really think of so to be clear, uh Best of PlayStation Network Volume 1 has Fat Princess on it. Yes, I know. That's part- I know. I didn't know if our ooh, viewers ooh, understood ooh. your stupid joke. Okay, fair. I got one. Okay. Uh, well, you Echo got one. Cr- Echo Chrome, right? That's a thing. Oh, uh, okay, Echo Chrome. Man, talk about bringing back like a game from 2008 that maybe someone remembers. Uh yes, you're right. Also, um Trash Panic is another I think true PSN exclusive. Um, maybe there's like another puzzle game, but like, I, I bet you that, let's see, I bet you there is a Tetris game. Probably a Tetris I bet you that, not even, yeah, not even thinking about it. Uh, I bet you there's a Ratchet and Clank game. So Ratchet um, and Clank Quest for Booty came out in Europe. Doesn't count. Um, came out physically think. in Europe. Ooh, 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 ooh. Nope. That's all my crystal balls got. But so Siren Blood Curse that came out in Europe and Japan too. Physically. That doesn't count. A uh, braid that's physical everywhere. Uh, like journey physical everywhere. Uh, there, there's other, whatever I'm Can, saying that you know, these games are, have been ported and released physically. Uh, Tokyo jungle <clears throat> is the big one. It's released physically. Like the PSN is shutting down. It's not like anyone was ever going to go to PSN again to buy Tokyo jungle. If you were going to play Tokyo jungle in 2021, you're not going to be like, 
oh, let's go to the PlayStation Network that might not exist in a year and pay full price for it. You were going to buy the PlayStation Best of PlayStation Network Volume 1 for $20 and just get the but physical copy of it. Except that's no longer $20. It's now like $150. <laughs> PSN shutting down had no bearing on where people would have gone in the future to get Tokyo Jungle. That's why this is the craziest thing to me. They're acting like... They're acting almost like it's a limited run game where it's like, okay, we've taken this history and preserved it for only 2,000 copies. This was a mass-produced game. They they already did the thing. They took the digital thing and they made it physical. It already happened. It exists. They're out there. They sold them. They were in stores. Johnny, I feel like <laughs> I'm taking crazy pills. Well, I, he, here's part of it, right? So you, you mentioned this very briefly that people are thinking about PS3 games. It, I mean, that's all it requires, right? It just requires people to like have a reason and, you know, people just need permission and it doesn't matter if the permission is based in reality or anything. They just need permission. Right. And now they have a reason and permission. Oh, it's closing. I, I got to go get this stuff. Oh man, I was thinking about PS3 stuff. I, I should go buy this. When really the best time to buy PS3 stuff was actually right before coronavirus. That was the time to be buying PS3 stuff. Now is probably the wrong time. Isn't it supposed to be the dirt console right now? Come on. What's going on? I mean, not really. Now it's supposed to be collectible because now we're two out. No, from video it, games right? are the new no. world currency. PS4, All video PS5. Games are collectible. Um, also, the PS4 has got to be like a. Like PS3, I think you could collect for. PS4 is going to be a nightmare. PS3 has a lot of like. Weird stuff, like limited run stuff, I think. There's oh no, there's they not too much PS3, limited run stuff. No, I think they did no, I think they did Abe's Odyssey. Yeah, something something something, sure. something got PS3. Are you sure for no reason? I feel like yeah, I they just do that to shit. someone about No, no, this. no, they totally do that. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I'm sure we, we could check. It's not that relevant. But yeah. yeah, man, PlayStation 3 prices are going to the moon. And we have some uh, you know, we have some examples. I, if you are the type of people who are looking to cash in on this stuff, um, you know, we made just a, a, a little list. I really don't understand why 3D.Hero is exploding all over the place, but like maybe it also got some good press. Like Also, these games and are in the public. That's just like a PS3 exclusive. It's like not, yeah. not like a hidden gem. Like Everyone knows about it, but you know, it's, it's a thing that would appeal to collectors, obviously. Yeah, mm. I mean, that was a game I bought day one, actually. So I was surprised to see it like... Super expensive. So, uh, uh, Johnny, Johnny is correct, by the way. Both uh, Oddworld New and Tasty and Oddworld Stranger's Wrath got PS3 releases. Ah, I'm the worst. I don't know what yeah, I was talking about. Yeah, my limited run knowledge is unparalleled. That's right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I actually hope it's paralleled. I, I hope it's very bad, actually. I hope, I I don't hope there's someone else out there that yeah, has please. as much knowledge as me. Yeah. Um, yep. So well, let's talk about some of the games. Stefan, why don't you run down like some of the other games besides 3D.Hero uh, Game Heroes, which went from a $40 game, which is like it's been steadily rising anyways, but then all of a sudden went from like 40 to Crazy Pants, $130. I minimized it. I have too many windows. There's too many windows, Johnny. Where You've got my, too many. I have like I don't know. Three, three cascading tabs of like a thousand windows, and, and I can't find anything, and I'm stalling so I can find this yeah. thing. Well, you could just let me say that. PlayStation Network, the, our best of PlayStation Network went from 20 to like 120 now, which is stupid. Uh, but all right. Yeah. Like, I guess. 
So if you if you see games like this, if you are able to go out to your local game store, you might find some deals right now because I don't know how quick local game stores are are catching up to this news. That's right. So, there might be some deals. I've had this list in front of me the entire time. Yes, but super some on. of the <laughs> some of the other games besides 3D Dot Hero, the best of PlayStation Network that's gone from 20 to 120. Good <laughs> Johnny, Lord. don't say anything. I'll just keep that in. Excellent. I'm just rattling off. Should go I go from the Should I go from keep the going. bottom? No, uh, just keep going. Folklore that went from 30 to 90. Uh, Persona 4 Arena, 20 to 40, and Ultramix from 60 to 100. I'm sorry, is Persona 4 Arena Ultramix a game? I actually don't know this. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. $100 for the... That's a Persona 4 fighting game? $100 complete in box? Well, you know, Persona yeah. 4. That's, you well, know, the, the Ultramix the, them, them, them Persona people are... Yeah, but they, it's, they it's so popular. Rabbis. I would have imagined that there are enough copies out there. Like, I don't know, like, Folklore... Uh, like I've heard of folklore, but it's like a JRPG that wasn't like Persona Four popular. You know, I also got folklore. I got it from my mother in law for Christmas, and uh, I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like well, it was on my Amazon list at the time. When okay, it came I thought out. you I just like, like yeah. randomly gave it to no. you. I was like, "What?" I mean, it would have been an awesome <laughs> like grab. No, I was interested in playing it, and I was like, "I'm gonna get around to playing this one day." Never did. And uh, Stefan, you can appreciate the joke because she would ask me about it, right? She'd be like, oh, how's that game? And I'm like, you know, I haven't got to it yet, but I'll get there soon. Don't worry. I'll tell you. And then she died. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Yeah. So we never got to have that conversation. Does that weigh on you, Johnny? (laughs) Yeah, it does. uh, You know, it doesn't weigh on me, but I have thought about it. Like, oh, man, I never did get to. This is a callback joke to to some black humor Stefan and I share back and forth. Um, Yeah. Anyways, continue with the list, Stefan. Tell us more. Sure. Are you sure you don't want to talk more about Not, your dead mother-in-law? Yeah, let's let's talk about <laughs> these experiences I never got to have with my mother-in-law. So, right. Um, or I can tell you about Puppeteer. That's gone. Uh, God, from... I was gonna. No, hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. Be- yeah, yeah go ahead. because right. um, you know, my mother-in-law and my wife were very close. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, it was a pretty big tragedy for the family. And you know, we have our son now, but she never got to meet him. Uh, Stefan, just Johnny's doing this thing. Just continue. (laughs) Johnny, did I ever tell you about the time my wife died? Is that is that a story I've told before? You know, I met your wife once. (laughs) My puppy bites me sometimes. (laughs) This is is the the fastest way directly to making Tyler feel awkward. Yeah, and the whole audience, everyone is out now. Every like we've <laughs> no, sucked no, I all feel like, the energy I feel like out a, of this. There, there's like a, there's a significant portion of the audience who like understands you and I, and like we're at least probably on the border of like I think that they're doing a bit right now, doing and they probably they probably weren't all the way out by the time no. we reeled them back in and said yeah, oh, I mean come on, come on back, guys, come on, come back. on, I'm come on gonna, back. I'm, come I'm not going to talk about my. My dead mother-in-law or Stefan's dead wife anymore. I'm <laughs> going to talk about games. I know that's like, and people are like, oh man, how could they make light of any of this stuff? Because if you can't laugh about tragedy, you're doomed to be destroyed by it. That's uh. right. All right. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Uh, Puppeteer went from 30, is that true? 30 to $150? Yeah. I mean, it, it's like kind of receding a little bit, but there is a $150 sale out there for a Puppeteer. It's really obnoxious. Ooh, that is obnoxious. Uh, what was the, do you know what the, like the cadence or the, 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 the time 
between it that? was like in the last like three weeks it was like playstation store closed boo to, to the, the moon, moon! dogecoin yeah. <laughs> uh Silent Hill downpour, twenty to sixty, modest. Yeah, you know what's it's funny? The, the stuff, stuff that in... the stuff that seems genuinely good seems to be like getting smaller bumps. Yeah, well, it, you know, Silent Hill, like the rest of the Silent Hill games, didn't really get that bump. They're starting to see it now, mm-hmm. but like Silent Hill downpour got the biggest bump quickest. So I don't know why that happened. Uh, I, maybe it's because it's an exclusive. Hmm. No, because I think downpours on Xbox. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Shadows of the Damned, 20 to 100 bucks. Yep. That was like a nothing game forever. Yeah. I've never even heard of that game. <laughs> yeah, it's don't bother. Johnny, you know who else hasn't heard of this game? Never mind. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Go oh, hold on. <laughs> Stefan, who? My dead wife. Uh, no one? Uh, <laughs> All right. Power? Yeah. <laughs> Splatterhouse. Splatterhouse went from fifty to eighty. Yeah, that was a game that was ten dollars for a long time and was uh, climbing, climbing, and then like PlayStation Madness hit everybody. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man: Edge of Tomorrow. Actually, that's a. Those are those are some decent games. Actually, the Spider Men's, the PS3 Spider Men's. Yep. Uh, Spider Man: Edge of Tomorrow, twenty to sixty, and Spider Man: Shattered Dimensions, twenty to sixty. Amazing Spider-Man also had a very similar bump. All the Spider-Man games took a bump. I don't know if that's just like Marvel stuff too, and then with this, so yeah. Uh, let's I'll, look I'll at uh, just... let's look at uh, prices for Ultimate Fallout Four, and I'm sure like tripling in price won't seem like much of a bump. Uh, the probably. Um, anyways, so if you're looking at PlayStation games, like just keep your eye out in the game store when you're around these. Man, like how much of the audience did we lose? Do you think? None, none, none. I don't think. I think they're all. I think they're all on it. Are you all I still here for it? I think. So. I think so. I think they. I think. That, I Are think there they like Sega be- or Nintendo games coming up that we're going to talk? About? No, no. Like that's yeah. So we're we're giving everybody like the the double whammy here. We're like modern games, not Nintendo. Dead family. Dead family. People are, people are like, uh, <laughs> I don't, why do I listen to this show? They're, yeah, yeah, <laughs> NFTs. Like That's dead the Dead currency. That's um, the yeah. title of this episode. PS4, dead family members, and NFTs. Yeah. Which one of these is worse? <laughs> My vote is NFTs, guys. Uh, yeah, but you know what? The important part is we're having fun. Yeah. Having fun. Woo. Tyler, Tyler. Do you want to tell them the bonus pick, or shall I just continue? The bonus pick, uh, which we have no pricing information for, is House of the Dead Overkill Extended Cut. Not Do you a know PS3 why it's exclusive. the bonus pick? Why is it? Do the you bonus know why? Pick? Because people are all about that House of the Dead remix uh, remake that's coming out soon, which you've already commented on. So um, there was a, like a PSN House of the Dead that you could play, but this is the only like PlayStation House of the Dead or PlayStation Three House of the Dead. So you can still kind of find new copies for like 18 to $20 right now. So I'm saying if this is a game you care about, I would buy it now, not uh, not when that remake comes out or not further into PlayStation Fever times. And why so don't we have that's why information? It's $18. $18 Honestly, new. $18.95. Like, if you're ever going to care about modern stuff, just like buy all the actual exclusives, like all the Sony developed Sony games, even if like God of War, like it's going to be common forever, whatever. Figure out what version of that you want and and buy all that. 
Yeah. I don't know what, like, Spider-Man, like, a lot of these are exclusives that we just talked about. I don't know, Silent Hill Downpour, that seems like it's probably an Xbox, and it's just up because it's a horror game. But, like, Puppeteer, that's a, that was made by Sony, right? Or, like, Japan Studio, and it's Sony exclusive. Yeah, it's an exclusive. Yeah. Folklore, too. Like, just buy exclusives, guys. Exclusives are the only thing that make consoles interesting. Yeah, Folklore is, like, an earlier released as well, so it's, like, an early release exclusive. You should have Tyler's right though. If you are looking at PlayStation games and you're like, man, I really want to collect this. What should I buy? Buy the exclusives. Go get your heavy rain. Um, go get, uh, what's the other one? Um, beyond. Is it just called beyond the one with, uh, beyond two souls. Are these exclusives? Beyond two beyond two, no, no. The one with like Elliot page now. Good on you. I was waiting to correct you, Johnny, but you didn't. You, yeah. you have faith. I, I don't look, I don't care what people want to be called. They're, they want to be called Elliot. Cool. They're Elliot now. I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Go check that game. Is, is it just called beyond? There's like a steel book of it, but it's an exclusive. Beyond That's my point. Thank you. Yeah. So go buy your exclusives. Also heavy rain. There's a difference between the first print and the second print. So should I first prints. play heavy rain? Having not played heavy rain. No. Yeah. Heavy rain. Uh, no. Yeah. I like heavy rain. <laughs> It's fine. I, it's, it's so I I really enjoyed Detroit. I don't know if that has any bearing on it, but it's the same no. dude, right? Um, yeah, I believe so. But this is more artsy than that. But it's narrative. It's like a pretty much just a narrative, like click and find. Yeah, yeah. I feel like so. There's a part in the beginning where uh, I'm just gonna spoil the first one minute of Heavy Rain. You lose your son in the mall, and you press X to say Sean, Sean. Or is that the end of the game? Anyway, there's a bunch of pressing X to say Sean in that game, and it's kind of a modern gaming meme that you should play to understand. Tyler, what would you suggest that you press to say Sean? Because clearly it's an important game mechanic. Shut up, Stefan. <laughs> Johnny, I want to go back to this House of the Dead thing. You said we already commented on House of the Dead remake. What are you talking about? No, I said you, oh, you know, I'm sorry. You mentioned it. You had made a post about it on our Discord, so you okay. had already yes. talked about it. So, so, to be clear, there's a House of the Dead 1 remake coming out, um, and yes. I never realized this. House of the Dead 1 was never ported to anything modern. What I, What's the most recent thing it's on? Is it Sega Saturn? <laughs> yeah, Sega Saturn. Uh, which is a terrible version of the game. There might be like a PC version, I don't remember. but um, uh, maybe Maybe in Japan on Dreamcast? No, because one of the reasons, no. I feel like no, because Typing of the Dead is House of the Dead 2. And if there was a Dreamcast version, there would be a good version of it at home already. And there isn't. And I've never thought about this because my local arcade, wherever I've lived, has always had a specifically House of the Dead 1 machine. So that's the game. Uh, that's one of my go-to games anyway. Um, and I've never needed a home port. So I guess it's okay. Like, uh, the reason that this is coming up is because I disparaged it the first time I saw it. Because you look at it and it's like, great. Instead of playing House of the Dead with... The House of the Dead graphics, now I can play them with graphics that look like they're up from the Wii. Awesome. But I guess if there's no way to play House of the Dead, then it's fine that they're uh, they're remaking it. And also, the one on PSN is House of the Dead 4, I think, which is a good House of the Dead game. Cool. Yeah, it, it is. Because, uh, it's a good House of the Dead game, and it's also not easy to find in an arcade. Oh. Uh, it's a it's a huge game. It's like a it's like a Dave and Buster's. You got to go to play that. Oh, but it's like out of date. So like, where are you? Where do? Oh my God! There's like a whole era of games, like the Dave and Buster's games of like the later two thousands. Like when those go out of style, where do those go, Johnny? The dumpster. Uh, they, 
uh, probably well the the dumpster the 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 cycle is the dumpster and then limited run. That's how it goes. I mean, but there's like all these like weird no, like kidding. raw thrills. I was games. just doing it for the joke. I don't oh, know I don't even understand. God, shut up, Johnny. Anyway, I'm Be- just telling everyone you to don't shut get the up. joke. This is, this is a big joke show for us, Tyler. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I just want to talk about PlayStation games. <laughs> Look, if I can't make a disparaging joke against that company, where am I? Where am I supposed to do it, Tyler? Uh. Not here, then where? What are we supposed to be making disparaged jokes about? Our dead relatives? <laughs> yeah. You want us to talk about that again? <laughs> Should I buy that yeah, limited run Doom up, thing that's coming out? It's like $200 <laughs> or something. That's ridiculous. Don't, I'm not buying uh, it. I got, I got my Dark Crystal limited run box collector's oh, did edition. You? Yeah, uh, I'm a little bit Don't disappointed. Don't talk about it yet. Talk about it. You, there's a whole part of the show where you talk about it. <laughs> and that. now we're on to the second part of the show. We will. We're talking about modern there, games. It fits right in there. No. No. Fine. Uh, another it's reason you should buy House of the Dead Overkill is because horror games never go out of style. They are always cool. They never do. And it's got like a pretty interesting cover. Though, Tyler, you'll appreciate this. Japanese cover, slightly better. Ooh. Ooh. Well, you okay. know why? Because it's got the original House of the Dead font and it's red instead of ugly, just like black and white generic font. House of the Overkill was not my favorite House of the Dead, though, Johnny. Was that a Wii nope. game first? Am I am I remembering this like yeah. a crazy person? You are. Yep. Everyone's favorite Whoa. of the dead game should be Typing of the Dead. Hands down. That's pretty cool. John, good game. I would like to put some of the crazy prices that we've seen into perspective. Although, to be clear, this all happened in like, like the last month. But yep. uh, past year, stock market's up like 25%. Other collectibles, like, games seem like they're going crazy, but, like, games are nothing compared to comic books and, and some other crap out there. Um, Your hobby means nothing. Everything is all-time highs. Like, I don't... Like, the consumer price index is, like, inflation a big thing? Like, I, I don't know if, like, groceries and stuff are costing all that much more yet. Certainly not keeping up with the pace of collectibles. They are they are costing more, but they aren't costing 50% more. Yeah. Or um, even twenty percent more. Does that everyone just wants to put their money into anything that's not the U.S. dollar? Because they're like, "Oh my God, the money printer's going burr. I need anything but money right now." And uh, Puppeteer on the PlayStation Three is an asset of choice for the sophisticated investor. I almost said collector. Forgot we're not collectors anymore. We're investors. Um, oh, is did that happen officially? Yes. I oh, didn't get a letter. Sorry, did oh, you not well, get the email? Oh, I actually bought something that made me an official investor, Johnny, which we'll talk oh. about in the second part of the show. Johnny, See, if you Stephen? didn't get that email, you should you should check your junk folder. Oh, uh, sorry. I'll I'm check pretty, my spam. I'm pretty there. sure you were on the, the video game Shadow Illuminati uh, distribution list. <laughs> uh, oh, it, you know what? The problem is I have Mark like whitewashed, so it doesn't sometimes get through. Mm, yeah, I got it. Mm. So I just I, <laughs> go I just, on. You need to edit that out. You cannot keep that in here. I don't know what you just. I didn't understand what you said. You Why said, don't you get jokes? <laughs> Why doesn't you get jokes, Stefan? I'm trying, Johnny. I'm trying Why? to hold this podcast together. It, it was such a basic joke. Mark whitewashed. What? What? Oh, the. Uh, uh. God, <laughs> Stephen. I have to edit out me not understanding your joke because then I'll just seem dumb. Yeah, just edit in uh, you going, ah, that's funny. I would edit that post haste. We wouldn't want 
the Shadow Illuminati information to get out. I didn't. <laughs> I thought Stefan was actually forwarding you an email, and it no, was going to end up no, being a dead no, wife the joke Shadow inside Illuminati? the email. You thought he was sending me? <laughs> yeah. This is what goes that's on. That's an in actual. Your head. That's an actual distribution list that I have in my email. <laughs> I, did, I thought that part was a joke, but it wasn't a good joke. <laughs> Uh, no, it was a great Oh, joke. nice defense. I didn't <laughs> get it because it wasn't a good one. Shut up, Tyler. God, man. Come on. <laughs> I've never heard Johnny so disappointed. Uh, 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 Lord knows I have. <laughs> yeah, you have. All right. <laughs> My point with prices is that everything is on fire right now. I have no idea when it's going to end. Like, every time I see something, I'm like, this has to be it. We are at peak craziness. Someone spent $50,000 on a Pokemon Sapphire. I brought that up multiple times. I might have brought that up last week because it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't... Where's the peak? I know it's not going to plummet back down to normal, but, like, everyone seems like a genius right now. If you buy anything, it's like, oh, it's worth twice as what it was uh, two months ago. Um, but that's everything right now. So, yeah, it, it, like, you know, the, the joke used to be, uh, I would make when people would say, oh, when was the best time to get into collecting? I'm like, oh, well, you know, yesterday, well, the past years ago, that was always the best time. But now, like I used to say years, but now it's literally every yesterday. day is yesterday. Every day yeah. is, ye- it's like yesterday, yesterday. Why, why does the price keep moving so rapid? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how, like, when I'm thinking about a game, like I get these like major FOMO spikes now when I'm like, um, like, should I just click buy it now? Or so it's like, if I ever think I'm ever going to want this thing ever, if I don't purchase it right now, it is going to cost me more money. And that has been true for over a year. And I don't understand. It's rough. There was, there was this sweet, beautiful period in like 2017 to 2018 where it's like, guys, games are plateauing. We can all just calm down. And yeah, then buy the stuff Dennis you want, Conn and don't worry about it. Fucking Dennis. <laughs> Should we blame Dennis? Absolutely. I don't. I don't. He's know on that. Pawn Stars, Johnny. All the time. Now. Regular on Pawn <laughs> Stars. <laughs> I mean, is that something we hold against him? Absolutely. Okay, that's weird. Even, like he he doesn't he goes on there and he'll on Atari games. I don't care. Dennis is on Pawn Stars. I'm blaming him for my problems. Yeah, he's not the guy who spent $600,000 on a Mario. Jo- Johnny's, yeah. Johnny's got a point. Of all the things we could hold against Dennis, that's really that's not not it's, that's not near the top of the I, list. It's mostly yeah. his age, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, <laughs> and the fact that he was like a better collector than you, that he that he bought all the stuff that was relevant and important first and then like knew to do this as like a teenager and as a yeah. child. I mean, is and that, really, you know, made his dad buy it all. So like, that's not even yeah. really you know, and like, smart. Of most him. of the, he was, yeah, he was too young it. to drive. So that means he was also chauffeured around some bull Dennis. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Khan, screw you for taking advantage of your parents and of the situation <laughs> and being right. Yeah. <laughs> being right. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't listen to the show, but this one I'm definitely going to send him mm. specifically be like, if you're going to listen to a show, listen to this one. No, yeah. You know, uh, come come for the show, stay for the dead family jokes. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what else is going on? Uh, tell me more about what's going on in the collectible markets. 
is the PlayStation 4 going on in the collectibles market? This is this is breaking news. And by breaking news, yeah. I mean like past three weeks, which is like totally breaking for the Collector's Quest podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that's not really the most important part. The discussion we're going to have about what this means is more important than the break. Yes. So a, a popular topic uh, has been the PS4 is going to uh, all your PS4 is going to be bricked in a year. Because if your CMOS battery runs out, CMOS. Uh, which is the battery that keeps track of your clock inside the console, and the time gets reset, and your console can't go and connect to PSN to get the current time, it's going to think the time is, I don't know, probably zero. like 2012 or something. No, it's going to think it's zero. Or the zero, go- sure. The Whatever thinks goes time zero. is. Okay. 1970. So, and it's going to yeah. say, oh... All of your licenses don't work anymore. You can't nope, play any of your not, digital games and not, you can't play any of your discs because the DRM yeah, on the discs requires that the PlayStation clock is synced. Yes, and, but what is that? It's that's not exactly right, right? So people okay. think it's the de novo uh, copyright, but what it actually is, the actual error that happens because your games, let's say you, you, uh, your battery dies, right? And the clock is reset. The kernel goes to zero and you're like, Oh, okay. Uh, server's no longer there for whatever reason you put in your disc, your disc will begin to load, but here's what happens after that. It checks for the trophies to load, right? And it needs the server to do that. It can't ping the server to find out about the trophies because all the trophies need to be secured by date. So this whole problem, this dumbass engineering problem, is to protect the integrity of trophies which don't f***ing matter. This is why this happened. So you could say it's planned obsolescence or just bad design. Uh, don't blame trophies in general. Like, please blame bad engineering. So what it, it goes and does is it, the disc like, tries to check for trophies, fails, gives you an error code, and that error code, I didn't write it down, but um, it will be like, nope, because there's a different error code for the CMOS uh, battery debt being dead. And then there is a specific code that you'll get if you try to load a game after all of that. And that error is a trophy error. And that's why, because they don't want you messing around or like the idea was, oh man, we can't let people say they got trophies early by messing around with their clock. So we'll install this battery and this, this clock to this battery, which will make sure to protect the integrity of trophies. No yeah. date shenanigans here. And so that's the reason, because it's linked to trophy security, you can't just replace your CMOS battery when it runs out uh, and set the date and time. Because the whole idea is that the console doesn't trust the date that you actually set on your like your dashboard or whatever. It only is going to trust the time from PSN. So once PSN goes down, it's not going to load your games and it's not going to load discs. Cool. How long do you think before someone uh, in comes up with a tech to allow you to replace the battery without losing power to the system. That's so that's not uh, the problem. So yeah. you can replace the battery without losing power to the system. Um but it still wants to check that the PSN time is there before it launches a game. Well, <laughs> so I mean Stefan, so technically you're right. If they shut down PSN and your battery is still alive and you were able to replace it without losing power, yes, it would still launch your games because it would have never lost the time. Um sure. But th- I mean, people are just going to install custom firmware. No one is going to bother with that nonsense. Yeah, that like that's that's part of it, right? Like, so the big solution, every like 
it's all over YouTube. So if you guys feel any of this panic, like, oh my God, all of my PlayStation 4 games are coasters. And I've made the joke that they're not. You're fine. That all the data is still on the disc. You're going to be okay. You know why? Because one, Sony could fix it with a, with a software patch, like pretty easily. They probably won't because they're Sony and uh, they don't care about this. This is not like really in their wheelhouse to fix, but you can just jailbreak your system. It's not that big a deal. You can jailbreak your way around this. People are already doing it. Um, the CMOS battery can be replaced if you're worried about it right now. Like I said, it dies within 10 to 12 years. So a lot of them are dying soon anyways. So, um, and a lot of this was tested out and bore out this information, like specifically was by a guy named Lance McDonald. He's like a, a big modder, uh, like a super modder and he's on Twitter. So you can go find him. I just want to credit our sources. Also a uh, Twitter username Forrest did some demoing of what it actually looks like when the CMOS battery fails. And you can see, uh, when it fails and it can't reach the server, you can see what happens. Um, if you want So go find him and you'll find a YouTube video by looking, looking at that. Uh, there's a so go oh, go ahead you one of the things you said is that sony's probably not going to fix that which just intuitively i would think like yeah of course they're not going to fix that planned obsolescence all that i feel like if so psn's getting shut down so if the same thing happened for the ps3 right now so to be clear ps3 is not affected by this you can still play all your ps3 and ps1 and ps2 games on a ps3 but if ps3 was about to lose the functionality to read discs i feel like there would be a pretty big uproar against sony uh, and they would patch it and fix it. Maybe. Like, I feel like, so if it's like 10 years from now and they're trying to shut off PS4, I think there will be enough of an outrage that it would kind of force them to fix it. Or like there would be like a class action lawsuit. Sony's preventing me from playing all the games I bought. Like someone would figure out something, even though I'm sure all your games are like, oh, it's just a license to play the game. Ah, bah, bah, bah. I don't know how legal well, things yeah, work. I mean, this, I mean. All of, I'm sure there's a bunch of legalese, like you said, but this is always a, a race to you don't own your stuff. You were this is just a long term rental. Yes, like that's, um, and I hate that kind of stuff. And there, and we'll we'll get some into some of the other points, but you know, you could also play your PS4 games on a PS5. That that is a solution. Just so you guys know. Well, what about in 30 20 years? years that the, shut down, Johnny. The PS10. Yeah, well, who knows? Sony isn't great at doing backwards compatibility, so who knows? I, you know, it, it seems crazy to me that these computers are are these these systems are more powerful than computers I had five years ago, which could emulate PS one games and PS two games. So, like, why don't we do, like? Why is this a problem for these consoles? Just like, I'm sure someone figured it out. Don't, I'm sure they could do it. You know, they're, they're a bunch of smart engineers. Different architectures, Johnny. That's not how emulation works. Well, because of it communism. is, it is how emulation works that there's the software is powerful enough that you can create emulation for it. And then they've proven it because they've done it on like almost every other system after time. Right. Like they're yeah, Tyler. similar. God damn it. Anyway, all the it Xboxes are just perfect. computers. PS3 is like a cell processor. What the f is a cell processor? I don't know, Johnny. Okay. Well, it's probably in the same wheelhouse as blast processing. <laughs> um, processor joke. made out of the guy from Dragon Ball Z. It's a cell processor. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank I, I will be here for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. See, it was a so, bad joke, Johnny. I didn't laugh. I don't have to respond to everything Stefan says. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, I wrote a joke specifically for you in this episode, Doc. I don't know if you saw it. Am I supposed to be writing jokes for the show? What no, what did I, you write? Did I miss it? I, yeah, I'll go ahead and highlight it 
mm-hmm. the episode, Doc, before we go into the conversation about okay. this. Oh, I didn't. I thought you literally copy pasted an article, and this was like the last line of the article, and it was just no, like, oh, I Johnny kept this- that in for some reason. No, I wrote this all myself. I did not lift this from anybody. Jesus, that <laughs> what kind of integrity notes. do you think I have? I don't copy. Johnny copy pasted into our episode doc, and you thought those battery issues on the Amiga were bad, which is a reference I don't understand because I don't own an Amiga. But you're an old person. You should know. I don't know anything about Amiga hardware. I've looked into oh getting Amiga hardware, and it always seems too okay. big and too inconvenient. Or maybe he did know, and he doesn't anymore uh-huh. because he's senile. Yeah. What's or that? he's Benjamin Button past it. Oh, God. <laughs> there's or a PCB I don't know. that has a hidden battery. So there's a, a fake ROM chip on the board, and if you like literally dremel into the chip... There's a battery hidden in the chip. Do you know what I'm talking about? It, I don't know if it's a console or an arcade game, something like that. Uh, the which ones? The ones that have like the kill switches in them? No. You- so th- those you're probably thinking of the Capcom CPS yeah. suicide batteries, which look yeah. like giant capacitors almost. Um, yeah. But there's, what, there's what are you talking about? There's what some system? like board with a very similar battery. It might be a suicide battery, and. Uh, so there's this like a thick fake ROM chip on the board to hide the fact that there's a battery in it. It was like a copy protection measure. So if you like tried to to copy the the ROM chips, it would be disconnected from power and they would uh, erase themselves. Um, hmm. But it's hidden inside a ROM chip and you have to dremel it out. It just looks like the worst thing ever to replace it. I'm probably thinking of an arcade game and I, I was watching like a YouTube video. Anyway. Anyway. And you thought those Ooh. battery issues on the Amiga were bad, right? <laughs> I could, I could have also left it as Commodore sixty four. Are there battery issues? Yeah. More issues Anyways. with people breaking their SID chips because they're like unplugging stuff while it's powered on, and that zaps the SID somehow. And those SID chips are so expensive, and there's there's Chinese fake chips. It's man, Johnny. Thank God there's yeah. so many Commodore sixty fours. Yeah. Thank you for. Uh, one thinking that I have no integrity and I just like lifted an article and made it an episode of collector's quest. Thanks for that. Uh, thanks for not acknowledging when I put in jokes specifically for you. Cool. That makes me feel good, man. I was having a better time talking about our dead families. (laughs) You know what? So was I. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You know, I, you know, I felt Johnny, if you're feeling sad, there's a place you can go on Facebook Oh, yeah. Yeah. And where else? <laughs> the Collector's Quest Discord, patreon.com slash Collector's Quest. Uh, Pirates of Dark Water rules. Yeah, and, that's uh, true. People will post, ra- like, not us and not the people who listen to the show, just random people on the internet will be posting Pirates of Dark Water stuff for you. Who are genuinely sad about Pirates of Dark Water. Yeah. So the best thing about that, the, the <laughs> Facebook one and why I didn't delete it, like, when I made the Patreon. Is that people actually use it now? Like yeah. it's now just like a, other a legitimate fans. like yeah it's it's just a Pirates of Dark War- Darkwater fan group now. Yeah, they like, don't understand that it was. They have no idea like, that it was a joke. Yeah, I mean, like it's great and I enjoy the show and everything, but they yeah their their context is totally lost on it. It started as something else completely, and I love that. I, I love that a lot. It, no, it's the best. Yeah, yeah. I I, I I don't know how we got so lucky that it stuck around. So, yeah. All right. Uh, also, uh, if you do decide and uh, you want to be a pirate, I know several of our listeners want to be a pirate. Uh, you can come join us on that Patreon at the $6 level and, and talk about it. Anyways, enough Patreon. Uh, let's talk about what this P 
PS4 stuff means for collecting because a similar thing happened, um, you know, the the PlayStation Store, right? Like that PlayStation Store closing on PS3 drove collecting. Do you think this is going to drive PS4 collecting people, or do you think it's going to have the re- this reverse effect now that people are terrified they can't play their their PS4 games that no one wants to collect it, or does it matter even? Like because how many collectors are actually playing their games? What guys? Stefan, tell me what you think about this. I did see, I have, you know, being the one of us that frequents Twitter, um, I have seen a lot of talk around like a shift in brand loyalty over this. The the idea of, well, if PlayStation isn't going to care about me or my games, then I will go to Xbox. Uh, Take that, I want to just insert something real quick. Don't be loyal to a company. Companies don't care about you. They're like... PlayStation, Sony, and Nintendo don't care about you. Be loyal to games. Games are the thing. We talk about on the show, like, the thing is the thing. That other stuff isn't the thing. Companies aren't the thing. The game is the thing. The people who make the actual games, they just work for these companies. Like, follow the creators. Like, who cares about Nintendo and Microsoft and Sony? They're just giant conglomerates who control media empires. Blah. I hate it. Right, so that like, is why I think that maybe uh, there will be some shifting away because of a from a, a brand loyalty standpoint. Okay. So, yeah. uh, but do you do you think do you think it's still a worthwhile system to collect for? Because now that the PS5 is out, people officially start to become collectors for uh, an older console now, generation behind. Do, do you think people should collect for it? Does it matter, or should they avoid it? Like, what what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I think. There's some f-ing fantastic titles on the PS4. Um, would I set collect for PS4? Uh, no, I don't no, want no, my I'm house to look like that. a fucking I'm, GameStop. No, just general collecting. Again, just like you collecting the stuff you like. Do you, you think it's still a yeah, good idea for, to collect for, for it? The, yes, for the, for the collecting stuff I like, absolutely. For the value proposition, I don't know. Maybe. Are you are you afraid to collect for it? Like, does this does this issue hit you in such a way where you're like, oh my god, I can't collect these. These things aren't things anymore. They're just coasters. Like, you don't care about this, right? No, because I mean, we've always had that fear about everything, and and some things have come true. Like, you know, I I dabble, and Tyler is much more into uh, big box PC collecting, right? And that's genuine, generally, unless you want to like go and like put together hardware. That is by and large you buying coasters. Right. And some stuff it is absolutely you buying coasters and or like, you know, if if uh, like if I buy something on uh, like a game on a five and a quarter floppy, I don't know, Tyler, maybe you feel differently. But like when I buy a, a, a big box PC game on like a five and a quarter floppy, I have no expectation that that game will work, um, nor do I try most of the time. I just is like it's like, OK, is this an original printing of this disc from the manufacturer? Great. Check. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't have a fear of that because it's something that we've been dealing with for a while. If you are, if you collect more than just, um, like NES games and, you know, popular stuff. And so I, I'm the same as you, I go in expecting basically PC boxes, ascent coasters, great, uh, great thing to call them. If I'm installing, uh, a floppy game onto my old hardware. It's like an event. It's like, okay, it's Saturday. We've got all day. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to install all 11 discs of Rex Nebular and the cosmic gender bender. And we're going to play this on windows 95. Um, <laughs> 156, three and a quarter floppies for OS two. What? Let's do it. <laughs> like 99% of the time I'm going to GOG and I'm just playing it on my regular computer. Uh, sorry if I'm a terrible retro computer elitist 
by playing in DOSBox, but that's what I do all the time. In terms, like, I'm not, I'm not scared. Like, people are are saying, like, uh, all your Sega Saturn games are gonna disrupt themselves out of existence in ten years or whatever. And yeah, I'm not worried at all. About Similar that. issue. Yeah, Dodge there will always one. be a way. If if I need to play a game, there will always be a way to play it. That way is probably piracy and probably custom firmware. But if I need to play a game, uh, I will always be able to play it, and that will always be the case for essentially every game ever except for mmos and stuff like that and even then there's private service for mmos so what am i doing yeah like i collectors are uh what's it called um oh god city of heroes you know i was playing that it's not like that game wasn't shut down and died and like th- guys this is fine don't don't let this throw you off like this is i'm glad you brought up the computer issue if you've ever collected for that you weren't like that's not the thing you're you're collecting the physical object the gameplay can happen anywhere that you are buying these things. Like right now, yeah, a lot of people are buying their games to play. I often buy games that I do want to play as well, even though you may not believe that. I have the idea that maybe one day I, I will play this, but I, I don't worry that someday they'll go away or be dead because, as Tyler was saying, there's always a way to play the game. Like, uh, you know, that's just not a, a concern you you should really have. It's, it's not valid, and there are plenty of ways to get around this stuff so you know relax i've seen a lot of panic not not so much from our listeners but i you know suddenly i was getting like messages on instagram from people just being like what do you think about this how's this gonna happen like should i sell all my ps4 stuff and you know if people start selling all their ps4 stuff i if there's a panic right now and people are selling uh you know buy buy at the bottom and then uh you know reap your rewards later because i'm sure the opinion on it will change um you know as quick as the opinions on Twitter. There you go. So I, I have kind of thoughts for two groups of people. So there's going to be the theoretical future collector of PS4 in essentially 15 to 20 years when people are like nostalgic for the PS4, probably okay. closer to 20 years. Cause like people are collecting games now who already collect games. And that would be the other group. There are so many factors affecting what people are going to collect in like 20 years. Like, impossible to predict what those people have any are going to be like people are essentially kids now playing this stuff um not only are they playing more mobile games they're probably playing more games in general as opposed to us you know playing uh you know when we got like a nintendo game it's like we're gonna play that game for two months or maybe six months and that's the game we have whereas there's so much free stuff there's so much other just nonsense you can go on ebgames.com and buy literally all of the best PS3 games ever made. Maybe not now anymore, but like all the best games, like all the Uncharted's, all the God of War, they are 99 cents on ebgames.com. They've had a very different experience growing up. They're also not attached to physical media. They probably bought half their games digitally, if not all their games digitally. And all the major games they're growing up with, Minecraft, Fortnite, Dota, League of Legends, Roblox, Apex Legends, Rocket League. None of these are physical games. They may have had some physical release for like poor people who don't have internet, but like 99% of people are just getting digital versions of these games. So that's what they're used to. So whether or not they'll collect physical media at all, I think is up in the air. Uh, Yeah, I think that's uh, pretty valid. So much stuff going on like that. I'm so interested to know uh, what kids now will be like as collectors in 20 years it's going to be so you crazy. know they will be collecting digital files like jpegs maybe of <laughs> pictures of the covers of games instead of the games i 
I know you're making an NFT joke. I I do. That's my best prediction on what the future is. I don't think they'll be collecting physical objects. I think they will be collecting they'll, like hard drives at that point will be so huge. They will just be collecting all physical data, like all data of all pop culture that's ever affected them. They will have every TV series, every movie they've ever watched, every video game they've ever wanted to play. And it will just be on one giant data server. And whoever has the biggest collection of data wins. I think that will be a thing, even though it's free and it's all going to be you know, piracy. It, it Well, it's weird too. Like um, earlier in the show, not this episode, but like, I don't know, maybe episode 20-ish or stuff. I talked about when physical media goes away and like how people will collect and like how game companies will respond with like non-physical objects to still drive collecting. So I, I think there will still be incentives, right? Like I, I think- Non-fungible tokens? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like people I, will want to own a box with the download code in it if that's the only well, thing. Well, or not, maybe not even a box. Like now, the, the onset of NFTs. Like I said, like you might get like a little digital something or other. I didn't know obviously what NFTs were back then, but like I mentioned that. So now, like imagine buying it and you just get an NFT. And we've talked about this in other episodes too. Now, like you buy this game, if you buy it from the PSN store, you get this NFT. If you buy it from Best Buy, you get this exclusive one. If you buy their digital code, so like there, it's going to be that kind of stuff. And so I, I'm curious to see see if uh if people do collect digital objects now for real like and if nfts help uh smoothing out those waters for to make it real because now there's a great amount of money behind it so i'm i'm curious if uh that happens but i, I, think I that, as you anything, I'm, i think there's I so much bullshit in the nft market is probably gonna hurt digital collecting but maybe maybe i'm just being I mean, a, a negative nancy uh maybe you are i don't know so, Johnny, the other people I was thinking about are us, people who are already collecting video games, people who may already have hundreds or thousands of video games in their collection. Should they not collect it's PS4? Not me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> not Stefan. Stefan doesn't own any video games. Um, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Uh, should they stop collecting PS4 because they're worried that in 10 years, 15 years, they might not be able to play their games? No, no because... No one here needs to play PS4 games. God of War, The Last of Us 2, all the good games on PS4, 100% are going to be remastered. That's just what happens now. Games are like movies. They spent $85 million making God of War. Who knows? It feels like more than Avatar making The Last of Us 2, uh, that game will be available in the future. If it's not already available on PS5, I don't even know. Well, and they've again, announced that they're like working on a remaster of Last of Us 1 on the PS5. And we, and you know the the up-resed PS5 version is coming of Last of Us 2. So yeah. we're already there. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, uh, if you have a giant collection of Atari games or NES games, you can you can take them all off the shelf. You can like literally play NES games for 10 minutes at a time and get a pretty good idea of what that game is. Uh, you put in a PS4 game, it like installs an update, and then you go into a tutorial... Uh, and then the games themselves are like 20 hours long or they're like an open world with endless quests. Uh, you're not going to play a little bit of a thousand PS4 games. It's just not a humanly playable library, especially if you're already interested in other games. Uh, so if you're already collecting games, PS4 games, 99% of them are already going to be coasters to you. So who cares if you can play them in the future? Because guess what? You're never going to play them anyway. Yep, it's going to just be about owning the original item, yep. the original thing. 
Yeah, and like the ones you want to play, The Last of Us 2 will be on the PlayStation 9. You can get it on the PSN store uh, in 2090, whenever that's, I don't, that, that's bad math, but. Yeah, it is bad math. All right. um, Also, uh, PS4, irrelevant in gaming history. Better than PS3, worse than PS5. Yeah, who cares? Not really important moment. Who cares? Is it better than PS4? I mean, better than PS3? PS3 became a rock solid system. Oh, Started out really bad. I'm, I'm not dissing the, the, the PS3. I'm just saying, like, the graphics, the gameplay, everything's just, like, a little more refined. It wasn't like, the PlayStation is here, games are 3D, here are new yeah. genres. It's yeah. just like, oh, no, yeah, it's they, the, the PS4. It's an incremental. It, we're, we're in the day and age of incremental upgrades as yeah. we go along, not, like, huge game-changing. I mean, hopefully that happens It's the Windows 2000 of consoles. It's like, yeah, you could go back to Windows 2000, I guess. It's there. <laughs> Um, and plus all the best PS3 games came out on the PS4 anyways. So maybe the PS4 is just better now. Uh, who knows? Um, okay. Yeah. I don't have anything more to say about that. Do you like people? Don't worry about this. Settle down. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Collect your coasters or just don't collect PS3. Yeah. Or, and don't collect PS4. Who cares? Um, PS4. And, what I mean. and as always, I just want to give a gentle reminder to people. Cause I, I got a couple of like weird messages over the weekend I, I just oh. want to tell you guys, hey, um, Collector's Quest makes recommendations. We we talk about things. We you know we express our opinions. Those are ours. Uh, you should always definitely collect what you like. That is the paramount driving idea that is above the show. Always collect what you what you like. So if we're like, man, you should not buy Atari games. They are trash. Uh, that's me speaking. And you love Atari, then go collect Atari. A, a override to the first rule, not what Johnny is saying in the episode. We have an, an a bigger message. So collect what you like, you know, that's, if you're ever wondering if you're collecting the right thing, are you collecting what you like? Tyler did an awesome video about collecting what you like. Uh, we've talked about it on the show now twice, uh, and on previous Oh, sure. Episodes. You can hype it. Yeah. So <laughs> check it out. It's really Dennis good. Dennis Khan likes that video. So. Oh. Well, he watches your videos, but not listen to our episode. Dennis Khan maybe... watched the first 10 what minutes the f- of my Dennis? video. He is a busy man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, this show is like forever long. So how could look, we expect? Look, anyone? look. Look, look, if Dennis was a busy man, people would be getting their games back. That's all I'm saying. Oh, oh. too bad he'll never fired. listen to the show to hear that burn. That is the most common criticism sick, of Wada games. Sick burn. Yeah. Sick burn. Uh, also, if you think if you think Wada times are bad, go look at trading cards. Shut up about it already. <laughs> go go like, submit a card to PSA. Oh, you can't because they had to stop accepting submissions because there's a mountain of cards over there. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, man, if I don't hear any more whining about that, just like send it in. Yeah, I know what everyone's worried about. They're like, I just spent all this money and I need to make all that money back by selling this thing. What am I going to get it back? Just relax, guys. Mm-hmm. Relax. I'm really, t- I'm really texting him right now. I'm talking <laughs> about you on the podcast. FYI. Uh, so uh, Stefan's flexing that, uh, that. Yeah, personal contacts had, with Dennis Khan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pawn star celebrity Hello. Dennis Khan. Hold on, who's right. here now? What? Did someone invite me to the show? <laughs> that, there you go. That was fat Cat checking in. Oh, no, fat Cat yeah, sighting. That's right. All right. Yeah. Cool. He hasn't been around for a little while. Well, I mean, he's always here, really, but. I mean, in spirit. And forever in my heart. Forever in my heart. Um, all right. Let's. Uh, Let's move on. Oh my God, we could wrap a show in under two hours, guys. Let's by do the it. Way, go, by go, the way, go, go, go. By the way, no, what? By the way, I don't know. I don't know if you saw Casual Cart do the uh, the Fat Cat Stefan NFT. 
on uh, on on the video game stage, but it is choice. Uh, yes. I, Shout out to Casual Cart, uh, the resident video game sage artist who makes lots of funny cartoons that are very high quality and just posts them in forum threads, which is- Yeah, uh, you don't have to ask for it. He <laughs> just like makes them, and oh. sends them to you. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I've never I've never been so blessed. So I know you guys have casual cart arts. Uh, I'm not I'm not really uh, worthy of any art either. So let's not. not. Well, I don't have well, anything gonna get, that- Now he's going to draw something with nope. that context. Yeah. So. Just the most boring looking- art you can think of just like basically a squiggle on a, a white piece of paper is is me represented as art cool um guys i want to know what you're buying and i want to know if you played anything because this is officially the second part of the show tyler go ahead hmm johnny i bought isaac asimov's science adventure 2 for i DOS. take i take it back stefan talk about anything <laughs> Okay. <laughs> let me uh, <laughs> let me explain a small rabbit hole that I've a, a, a collector's trap, if you will, that I've fallen into. So I purchased. Uh, I I don't remember if it's the first game I remember playing. Like second grade, that seems a little late to be my first game. When do people start playing games, Johnny? I don't know. How old would you I be? I played in second my grade? first game. Childhood uh, computer you know, game. Three D dinosaur. Well, I, I have like my strongest video game memory is combat and that was second grade uh of like one that i sat down and played myself and like didn't need my parents help but i remember playing crystal caverns before that in in the house before that and uh so combat not my first game memory it's like a very specific first by myself gaming experience so i would say first grade probably first grade also i was a year early so uh, mind you, I was like five at the time. Okay. Actually, I remember playing a game in kindergarten. It was a Pac-Man clone on, e- there were Macintosh computers maybe. And uh, yeah. I've I've tried, I've like posted on Reddit. I cannot get people to tell me what this Pac-Man clone is. That might be my earliest gaming memory. Anyway, second grade gaming memory, 3D dinosaur adventure, just super nostalgic game. No one gives a shit about this game because everyone was playing Oregon Trail in their childhood. This was my Oregon Trail. So... Uh, during my, like, why am I not just buying the games I think are the most important phase that I'm in right now? It's one of the games I bought a few weeks ago. And you turn around the box. Uh, it's a he- hex- hexagonal box. So, in addition to being a nostalgic childhood game, weird-shaped PC game boxes are collectible. So, it's doubly cool. Is that a thing? Weird-shaped boxes are collectible? Oh, 100%. Like, if you have Day of the Tentacle, oh, which comes that in, like, the, the triangle worst. cylinder, that's, like, $1,000. Like, maybe, like, 500 to to 1000 It's something crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> we love, like, Thief and Thief 2 and the Tomb Raider game. All those IDOS all, all games. The Ida, yeah, all the IDOS stuff. Yeah. Get those cool like, trapezoid boxes. Final the, Fantasy 7 and 8. Yeah, I have both of them in the dumb boxes. Anyway. PC, that, I mean, the, the the fact that that was so fascinating to me, that that whole phenomenon was just driven by the retail space on the shelf. Yeah. Like the, the PC games were just competing with each other for shelf space. So they kept making bigger and weirder boxes. It's, it's so good. It, it could have just been like a terrible, boring jewel case. It's just like, well, and it's such a, it's such an American phenomenon too. Like it was just like, yeah, sure. That's exactly how that happened. Oh, I love it. 
Yeah, I'm glad they took like the building of cars mentality from the 1950s and 60s into computer boxes. Yeah, computer game well, and they did that. They, they did that with consoles too. Like the 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 what the PC Engine and the and the Turbo Graphics are vastly different in size, <laughs> yeah. except they're the same console. That's ridiculous. So stupid, uh, guys. We don't have infinite space. Anyways, uh, go on, Tyler. Tell us. You turned over the back of your stupid hexagonal box. Yes. And And so there's eight games there. So there's 3D Dinosaur Adventure and seven other games. And I'm like, hot diggity. There's more of these. I want to collect all eight games. So I start buying these. They're like $20 to $30 each. Um, And then a few days ago, just randomly in uh, my uh, eBay saved searches for just like random PC stuff, I see Bug Adventure. Bug Adventure is not on the back of my box, Johnny, and it's in one of these cool hexagonal boxes. And so I look up what knowledge adventure made for DOS, and there's like at least 20 games. And I'm kind of already locked in because I've already bought like seven of them. Uh, wait, so wait, wait. I just have to no, keep aren't. buying this set of games that no, I don't care about. Stop. Tyler, Tyler, stop. No. Tyler, I have a, I have a question. What's up? The, you said there were how many games on the back of the box? Eight games on the back of the box. Okay. Johnny, how long do you think it took or will take Tyler to buy all those games? Oh, I'm, well, I mean, depending on if some of them are hard to find. I'll, I'll say so it'll have it's 80%. absolutely not that I'm, I'm spacing out me paying for it. It's just that like weird, obscure edutainment games don't come up that often. Yeah. Like as uh, soon as they come up, say. I buy them. I, I seriously expected that story to be like, I, I saw them on the back of the box and then within 30 minutes I'd bought them all. Oh, no, no. If I could have done that, I would have bought them all. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I, I was going to say, it's not for a lack of desire or money. It's for a lack of ability to find. Yeah. I have I have come to realize that Tyler Tyler is like is like 2017 Stefan. <laughs> like that's I'm buying like SOS of, all, for all of the dumb jokes prices. that you guys would like throw at me. I can now throw at Tyler, and it feels it it kind of feels good. I gotta say. All right. Anyway, uh, that was my joke thing I wanted to bring up because it was stupid. I got a new leaf cartridge just on eBay because now you can get those because they found more of them. I guess I don't know. They found more again? Not again. Like in the past oh. few years. I don't even know how many okay. came up. Like a dozen were found or something. Like were more than that found? I don't know. No, it was less than that. It was like eight or something. Okay. But like in in the realm of New Leaf, this was talked about like such a mythical, unobtainable thing. And then they're like, oh, some, someone found eight more. Ad, fuck it. Yeah. It was like right after I paid the most that one's been paid for, I think. Yeah. So, like, I've seen people talk about this, like, it's a thousand, two thousand dollar cartridges, like, before, like, when, like, single digits were known to be out there, as far as I know. Like, collectors didn't even know this existed. Um, and uh, I guess I'll explain what it is if people don't know what it is. Uh, Blockbuster had a, they were test marketing a service where they would take a flash cartridge and burn your rental game to it over a dial-up. Uh, so rather than just getting a copy of Sonic 2, they would burn it to this New Leaf cartridge. And then that turned into the Game Factory program. And the Game Factory cartridges are somewhat easier to find. The New Leaf cartridges are very rare. Apparently only like a few stores in Columbia, South Carolina had them. And yeah, I got I got one. It has Echo the Dolphin on it. 
Uh, it's no echo. Yeah, Johnny's got an echo. What's up? Oh, Stefan, do you have a new leaf cartridge with echo on it? Finally, I have something with a pair on someone on the show, and I'm not the odd one out who doesn't have like heartbeat personal Stephen, trainer. Do you or have something. any Genesis games? <laughs> anyway, um, it's like the only game, like literally the only game I could think of that has gone down in value like significantly in the past few years. People do not care about it. And that's awesome because no, I still think it's a cool thing. Yeah, I think I actually didn't. There was a $2,000 sale on one, but I think I only paid uh, 800 So Yeah, I paid like 550 something like that. Yeah. It's going down. Um, New Leafs going yeah, to zero, yes, guys. It went down. Well, I mean, there was a time when those like those bundles were sold, and I told you to first buy them, and you were like, "No, nah, I don't care about that." Did um, I feel like I yeah. did do that? Like I was, I was you probably did. still like heavily collecting the set, and I'm like, oh, "I need to focus my budget on the set." And now that the set's done, I'm like, "Give me everything I don't." This have. isn't furthering my collecting goals, Johnny. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's that's my Tyler. My yeah, Tyler. I mean, well, that's my excuse when actually... I don't want to buy something, Stefan. It's a very convenient excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyways, yeah, they were selling as low as like 300 for a minute. Uh, yeah. Uh, our Patreon patron SNK2D forever sold one to Joan Bone for that much, I think. Um, yeah. And then Joan Bone posted on uh, my Instagram and said, no one cares about these anymore. I already sold mine. <laughs> I like that. It. That that's about right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got the, uh, the Metal Gear Solid premium packages, Johnny. Oh, Calling back to something I said on the show an hour ago, I'm a video game investor because in Japan, there was a Metal Gear Solid premium package, which is like a big box release of Metal Gear Solid that comes with like a t-shirt, keychains and garbage like that. Uh, and the gold box version of it was only given to Konami shareholders. So it's called like the Stockholder Commemorative Edition, something like that. Comes with a little note that thanks you for being a Konami stockholder. Uh... True video game investing, Johnny, would be owning Konami stock. Okay. And I love Metal Gear Solid, so I think it's super cool. Those are pretty cool. I'm glad that you got both of them. Yeah. And so the silver one is just the regular poor people one that you would go buy at a store if you're like a consumer. And then, so the silver one was also released in Europe. Uh, and it's like four times the price of the stockholder edition, as far as I know. It's like a super expensive PlayStation thing, because... People want the English language one. Uh, Japan doesn't matter. I don't know if you guys have heard. Uh, but yeah, the the actual, the most collectible version is actually the European silver box premium package. You know, there's tiers within European collecting too, right? Like, uh, which region has the is the best region to buy from? Yes, European collecting is full of tiers. You are correct. Yeah, I think you like sent me a book I have to buy to like understand like just PAL A NES games or something. <laughs> Yeah, Pal A and Pal B oh, was a oh. convention for NES games. And uh, English no language is, is good? And yeah, English language, but specifically, at least with uh, a lot of like Nintendo stuff, um, uh, Scandinavian code ones, that's uh, like a dash SCN, where it has English text, but Scandinavian language inside the game but like all the text on the front is english i believe maybe even the game is in english i'm not exactly sure on that but uh, anyways it has the scn code and we, i know we have some listeners over there who will correct me uh but then there's the uh swe code so like for sweden so that one's fine but the scandinavian code is the one that is the hotness that's the one that the bucks live in and then after that i think it's uh anything with like the uk code because again english language 
It feels like so- like we should have someone from Europe on the show to explain it all to us because I am super interested and I never want to own any of it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did a real big deep dive and it would be good to get one of our European friends to to come talk us through. But even because Europe is so, I mean, it's like all right on top of each other and people travel in between those borders. But like as far as those gaming things, it's very segregated and people used to think like, and I would say, I'm like, oh, it's a country code. It's not really a country code. It's more of a region and language code than it is specific to a country, right? Because you'll get like an HOL for Holland, which will cover places in Denmark and Belgium, you know, and then uh, Germany can have that. Like it, it gets weird, right? Because of the way the languages are, because those codes very specifically refer to language of the text on the box or in the game or on the manual. And that's where where you can have different codes. Like if you can have a game that has a a UK code on the cart, I'm sorry, that's not going to be correct. You can have a EUR for Europe, like a general Europe code, because the cart will have multiple languages installed inside of it, but the box will be, uh, you know, uh, German, like it'll be a German box or a French box, FRA, right? But then the manual will be um, in French, so the box might have four languages on the back, so it might have the general UR code, EUR code, but then only the manual has an FRA code on it, because really that was the version they sold in France. Like It, it, it gets very confusing. Yeah, I could tell you went down a really big rabbit hole with this while you were talking about it, um, and I'm surprised you didn't just give up and go buy some Game Boy Advance games. I, I know I, I, I dug deep. I posted on Instagram and Hey, thanks to everyone who responded. I don't know. I can't remember if I thank the people who, who did help me, uh, because you know, I I'm dabbling over there and I'm buying games from over there. So I really want to understand because I, I feel like American collectors, they've got, we've got it so easy. Like over here, I say American as a North American, like we got pretty much two-ish three-ish codes here but everything is basically in english and has like half of <laughs> the map really spanish easy, and french in there. if it says dash yeah. c-a-n on it throw it out <laughs> yeah um you know but there are a few that are like for mexico only but like even a lot of the ones that went to canada just had the usa code on it still like everything is like all easy it's like can you imagine if if new york had different releases than us and we were trying to figure out and also a different language. It, that's crazy. Yeah. And then you think, well, well, New York is the opposite side of California, like for me. But what if Nevada, which is right next to California for people who don't know their geography or aren't from here. Uh, what if Nevada suddenly had an, a different language and a different code? That's how Europe is. And I can't imagine trying to figure all, all that out. Uh, without help it it is and there will be messy. way less of everything you want because the populations of each individual area is so much smaller johnny it just seems yeah crazy oh and tariffs and trade deals like ugh, what a what a mess oh my we... god my brexit packages have to be inspected they have to take the video game tax and vat i'm just saying i don't know i don't know if any of that's true i'm just saying <laughs> i don't think so usually we don't get charged uh usually we don't get charged to that um but you do in europe Anyways, uh, that's a long rabbit hole uh, to go down, but yeah, European stuff. Whew, what a mess. Anyways, people don't care about New Leaf. Go buy one. Uh, what else you got? Yeah, well, the, the last thing I talked about was the Metal Gear Solid packages, which were cool too. Nope, don't those care. Are the, those are the cool things I got, Johnny. They're those those cool. are pretty good things. They are pretty cool. Looking for Isaac Asimov's Science Leaf. Adventure 1, 
which is the same exact game, just it was re-released as Science Adventure 2 because they're scamming you. All I right. think that's Stephen, true. Don't hold me to it. <laughs> Stefan, what did you buy? I know you bought something. I did you, buy You maybe even bought it. Did you buy a game? What, video games? Uh, did I buy a video game? I think you did. Is there something that you're thinking of that I'm... Oh, yeah. Hey, my uh, my Dark Crystal game. I didn't buy that really. It just, you know, because limited run takes forever. So I bought that a while ago and it just showed up. But uh, yeah, I bought that. So, you know, I, I went... I scaled way back on buying limited run stuff. I used to buy a lot of it and now I buy very little. But I do like supporting uh brands and my friends and actually not only do i love the dark crystal but i have a friend who is the producer on that game for the switch so i two reasons why i wanted to support that game so so i bought that uh the special edition um and i am not was not really that thrilled by the by the special edition stuff you know the, the 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 typical trappings of limited run boxes not being great uh, but then also the they did like a fizz gig plush and they pretty much like screen printed his face on there, which is just it just it, it came out looking like a, a cheap dog toy, honestly. Um, and so I was not thrilled with High the praise. quality. Yeah, I was not thrilled with the quality of the of the fizz gig dog toy. Um, but but there was a nice pin. There was a nice pin that it's the the, the dark crystal. Um and then, uh, and you know, I, I, I do love the game. So, so there you go. Okay. That's a game I bought. But I did buy a lot of other <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> this uh, was actually, this last oh. couple of weeks was actually pretty, it was pretty, pretty a lot. Um, uh, functionally, I bought a, a new flat file that I'm actually really excited about. It's a, if anyone doesn't know what a flat file is, they're uh, filing cabinets that are made for storing documents flat. They're used a lot in like architecture and that kind of thing, but also used in the world of art collection. And so now I have a place to put my art that I wasn't necessarily. Cool, um, you bought a filing cabinet. So yeah, boring. it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful filing cabinet. I bought drawers. Uh, yep. I, I like Thin drawers. drawers. Thin, right. wide, You want to get drawers. crazy? You want to get crazy, Johnny? I also bought a fifth World of Nintendo cabinet. Is that better? Okay, uh, but why? Did one, what, didn't you just try and get rid of one? What, no. Was it from Chris? No. Oh. oh. Was Chris why? selling a World of Nintendo cabinet? Yes. Why? Or he why? That's not a Nintendo power object. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, no, but it, 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 it is a nice aesthetic piece for my game room and I needed another cabinet. So to house I, all the uh, games you don't own. No, I, I house lots of other things besides games in those cabinets because they make for not such wonderful display pieces. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah. So about that, I bought a Star Fox statue, the big, like four foot vintage motherfucker. Bought that. Cool. That cool. You like Star Fox. I do. I hate, I do I hate those statues. I hate them. I think they're so ugly and stupid looking. Go I on. agree. I, uh, but I think Stefan would like it, so I'm saying cool. Yeah, Steph, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. this is because someone called Tyler out for yucking someone's yum, so he's trying to be extra respectful right now. Got it. Well, that's good. Um, no, I'll, I'll I call that out on the show. I don't care. <laughs> I FOMO bought a couple things. Um, I had had tickets. I've got these untorn tickets for... Uh, Powerfest Nintendo World Championships, and I wanted to frame those with the poster that I didn't have, and like I decided that now was the time to buy the poster before it gets all crazy. So, um, so I did buy a, a Powerfest poster. I also FOMO bought a variant for Nintendo Power Number One that I didn't have, um, 
because people are like grading these books now and getting crazy. So I bought that variant because I was like, okay, I just don't want it to be a thousand dollar book for no reason. Um, What's the variant? Because I don't know what the variant is. Uh, it's oh. instead of instead of where it says free poster, it says oh, yeah, yeah. sample copy. Okay. So I didn't have I did not have the sample copy variant. It's just one of those things where I just I figured they would be there forever because they will be there forever because they printed millions of copies, whatever. Um, but uh, so oh another thing that I thought was kind of neat was that <laughs> so in in issue four of Nintendo Power they have a, a spread for a Sesame Street game and they rather than drawing the Sesame Street characters they have these little like pictures of like I, I, at first I thought they had like actually sculpted these statues I figured out that they were just vintage toys and so <laughs> I went and I, f- I found these these vintage toys that they photographed for this spread and so I'm gonna I just thought it would make a cool little display so I'm gonna you know, I, I bought those um, and then the other big thing I bought was um, they, so there was a, a Dark Horse uh, Shadows of the Empire comic. Um, and uh, when Shadows of the Empire was being promoted in Nintendo Power, they ran pages of that comic uh, in, in, in the magazine. And so I tracked down the first published page. It's not the first, it's not the, like the first page of the first issue, but it's the first page that they published in Nintendo Power. Um, so I found that and I was able to acquire that as well. So that was that was the big art purchase was the Shadows of the Empire page. It's pretty awesome looking. Yeah. You showed me. It was, it was yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. Yep. That's all I bought. Uh, well, that's, that's it. it. Oh, oh no. Nintendo Power. Some unique art. There is one more thing. I uh, okay. so I, I I mentioned before that like when when this is gonna be super fat cat. So uh, I, <laughs> I I mentioned before the others. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You just talked about buying like one off art and a Nintendo cabinet, and then now you're qualifying this whatever this yeah. is no, as just gonna, this is gonna be super gonna, fat. It's gonna cat? sound super fat cat. Okay. It's like an a, you Nintendo know, I'm, cabinet is I'm like an walking, aside. He was like, "Oh yeah, I got another world." I'm Nintendo walking cabinet, into this knowing, knowing my fifth that one, I'm no bigs on this. Um, so uh, usually, especially when I'm working with like retired Nintendo employees and stuff like that, if they have stuff that I'm that I uh, when I'm transacting a deal with them, if they have stuff that I'm not interested in, technically or technically, usually I will uh, ask them if they would like me to kind of find them a buyer for things. And so uh, one of these gameplay counselors that I had been working with had a gray Samus counselor jacket, which is the, the first the first counselor jacket. It's uh, um, it's it's uh, re- there's like 50 of them. They're really difficult to find. Mine. <laughs> mine is a small and that's always bothered me because I couldn't wear it. And so. I had this counselor come and ask me if I would help him sell this jacket. And I said, yes, of course. And then while I was like looking for a a buyer, I go, Hey, wait a minute. What size is that? And he says, it's a large. (laughs) So I go, I guess I'm buying this jacket. So I bought, so I bought the the jacket that I was going to then resell for him instead. Um, So now I have two gray gameplay counselor Metro jackets, but one of them fits me and I will be wearing regularly. Yeah. That's a variant. You can't sell the other one. They're different objects, Stefan. Well, and if, but the thing is, I don't want to like, because I am going to wear it and I just don't want the one to get like, ir- you know, irrevocably yeah. ruined through wearing it and then not have a sort of a museum example. 
a museum oh. example, Johnny. Okay, wow. When is I'm talking we, about things I told in my you. collection, I, told I always you. make sure to buy two to keep one as the museum example. I oh told boy. you. I know you do art shows and you're big shot man. You're a big shot man, Steph. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be, I'm, good I'm words. changing my Instagram handle. Good words. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> you big shot man, you good. <laughs> you do art shows and stuff. Yeah. Tyler, all right. Are you tired? You all right over there, bud? You feeling okay? It's only one thirty. The collector's quest yeah. time, like we would still be like, preparing to start the show normally this is a breezy episode that's not exaggerating (laughs) uh yeah but i made sure that didn't happen this time so boom anyway 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 um yeah i I guess i'll talk about what i bought not that it's going to be that thrilling after those kind of examples but here we go anyways uh hey guys i bought a bunch of wii games so that was something hey thanks retro game trader for selling me 39 wii games to reduce the amount of Wii games I still need to have a set. Woo! You gotta be close now, right? I, I'm like 100 away. So, I yeah, thought I'm, you were 100 away the last time excited. we asked you. Uh, well, I was like 150, now I'm like 120. Actually, I'm like 111 away. So, it's still like 100. It's just nebulous. Uh, it's under 200, but more than 100. So, we're still in that zone. Uh, but getting closer and I, I bought like five or six other like random ones that I just saw for like $5. So I was like, Oh, let me just get these out of the way. Um, I, I bought something real dumb, um, that I'm excited that finally came. I bought ready to rumble boxing, uh, the all-star version. So now my all-star version for the dreamcast is complete. Woo. Look, Johnny, if you're excited about it, it cannot be dumb. I'm just. I'm just glad that the set is done now because there's been a space on that shelf for it for uh, several years. And, uh, you know, it's not like it's so rare or anything. I just finally decided to spend the money on it and be like, I better just take care of this. Uh, I got to that point. Um, yeah. so Make sure you get to the it. point where you feel like you have to buy things, kids. That's how you know you're yeah. collecting right. Man, I've got a really exciting purchase for you guys coming up. You both are going to love this one. Uh, this isn't it, though. I will tell you that I also bought... Uh, Def Jam fight for New York on the PlayStation. Oh, because uh, our PlayStation Two cashing so, in. Well, I I got it when I heard he was not doing well, so I got it because that game oh, was you very did the expensive. Stephen thing. <laughs> yeah, Stephen. Yeah. I've learned. I, I'm like, oh, they say he's not going to recover. Uh, Def Jam is already expensive. If I want this stupid uh, one, uh, I already thankfully have it for the Xbox. So I was like, I grab the PlayStation Two one just in case because X is no longer going to give it to you guys. That's... Wow. <laughs> Is that too much? Should I go X back had to dad it, jokes? Arguably, X had it taken from him. <laughs> yeah, he, he is no longer going to give it to any of uh, to, to To explain this to someone who needs this explained, uh, DMX just died, if you're listening to this in 2026, and Def okay. Jam Fight for New York, I believe you bought. You fight DMX in that game. He is in that game. Maybe most prominently of the Def Jam games. I'm not a big Def Jam guy. And I don't X know. going X going give it to you is a song by DMX. Well, and because he is okay, past, we're going to explain that is, much of it. Let's go. Okay, I, I just want to keep making the DMX joke is a uh, a rapper, uh, a male, who barks a male like rapper. a dog, but has also been prosecuted for not treating his dogs that he killed very well. Yeah, because he killed them. Yeah, killed neglected. X, I don't know, man. 
And well, X apparently gave it to them because they Damn it. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Jesus. Somehow this feels worse than when you're bringing up dead relatives. I don't know. I'd rather talk about it. Because we don't know DMX. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I I think he was like a success story of turning his life around. So really, he should be celebrated and we shouldn't bring up his his problems. But I I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't, you know, I don't care about his current state, his future transgressions, past transgressions. Uh, the man died. Sorry for his family and everything. The other thing I bought has not arrived yet, but I hope it comes and it's okay. I'm, I'm dumb happy for this one. And uh, yeah, the gu- the thing I bought that you guys are going to uh, enjoy. Okay, guys, I bought an ET for the for the Game Boy. Uh, color and then i bought one for the game boy advance because you know i'm on that game boy advance train yeah so here's the problem the box is white right mm-hmm. and it should just be like it's got some design on it but it should just be all white and i saw something that looked like edgeware and i didn't like take a good look at, at it i was just like oh it's like 12 bucks let me buy it guys it came and it has mold on it so i put it in the trash uh, the, these little spots were mold spots because uh, that's what you should do with moldy <laughs> games. We you talk about mold on the show an put awful lot. Them in the trash, uh, not yeah. in your collection. You know what else I did? I put it in a sealed bag so no one else has to deal with that. Good, good, good on you, Johnny. I would have doused it in something to kill the mold, like bleach. I would have just bleached it, put it in a bag, and then put it in the trash. No, Make you, sure that doesn't get like, anywhere. No, in my you house. wouldn't. No, you because that qualifies as getting rid of something, and you don't do that. You would not. Uh, I have no, uh, would. What's that? There's like a really common new old stock BMX biking game for the Game Boy Color. I have a complete in box copy of it. I'm thinking about throwing it out, Stefan. Oh, okay. All right. So well, I'm thinking about Dave Mira. You let me know Mira when BMX? you throw it out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I was like, nope, this thing can go away. Um. So yeah, that, that made it to the trash. I was proud of myself. I'm like, this is twelve dollars. I'm putting it in the trash. And I didn't call the guy out on because he said, you know, it, like if I would have been careful and looked, I would have saw it. This was my fault. Well, this um, wasn't oh, power fought, of video games showing you no, a stock I, image, for example. Yeah, no, I I I fought them. Um, they still don't believe that they're. Uh, first image was blurry. They, I gave them a negative feedback, an honest negative feedback. I gave them a proper review of my experience with them. And hey, it turns out uh, they weren't happy about it. You would think with someone with like, I don't know, 20,000 feedback or whatever they have, wouldn't give a shit about one negative review because they have so many positives. This is like a mere drop in the bucket. And like caring about like when your customers say something negative or have a negative experience is more reflective of a company that cares about people, which uh, we know power up video games definitely doesn't. And this communication they gave me was not an indicator of their care of my bad experience is they just wanted me to get that negative feedback. I dropped on them gone, right? They weren't really interested in fixing the solution. So I gave them a a wordy response. Can't we just fix this with a return? I'm like, my experience is still negative. Uh, I'm not going to just return it to you. Um, sorry, no that that's not that's not how this is working. That's not a resolution for me. That doesn't give you a positive feedback just because you offered a solution to the problem you created. Um, anyways, about their blurry picture, Stefan, and I'll show it to you. So they said in their response, the first picture, they're like, 
our photos are HD photos. I'm like, hey, maybe it's HD, but you, you took a bad quality picture because it's like a little blurry and I couldn't see the damage. And the back one is a much better looking image. I offered them uh, that I would revoke my feedback and give them positive glowing reviews forever if they got five people to look at that <laughs> image. I'm like, I the, the thing they wanted was that. I'm like, tell you what, we can do blind we just get five random people and if they say that these two pictures are of the same visual fidelity they are the same quality i will take my feedback away i will chalk it up to being you know really tired or whatever or angry emotional whatever it is i'll take it back i'll give you a positive review five star it all the way and tell you you're great they have not since responded or claimed the offer to get this feedback taken care of though they swear they're both just hd and they don't know what i'm talking about so anyways that was my experience with power up video games they suck all right that's it that's all i got you got anything i i I don't got anything johnny i learned that uh a lot of people uh who are in that video game sage survivor game listen to this show oh and uh i'm not supposed to be talking about like secret tribe stuff so uh can't talk oh. about that anymore. I was like, man, are you going to give us the Survivor update, but you're not? Uh, okay, here's the Survivor. Okay, fine. You know what? We'll probably vote in him out today anyway. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> guy. We're in tribal I don't even know who it right is. now. Don't know who it is, but f- this guy. Oh, man. is this the California? Is this the guy who failed you in California games? Mm. I'm invested. I don't I have no idea what we're talking about, but I'm here for it. I am I'm in a survivor game with video games, and I play them almost every day in survivor challenges, Stefan. That's All right. Also, shout to out know. to Defcode who who, All right. who also plays. You're caught up. My tribe just lost the latest challenge. I've never been to tribal council because my tribe has always been a well-oiled machine. Not with me at the top, but with me as a decent cog in that machine. We had to play California games today. In California games. So... Uh, we were basically taking the sum of all of the events in California games. In the BMX event, there is... I'm going to call it a glitch. It's a development oversight. You can essentially pedal really fast, break, and then jump in place and do tricks forever. So you can max out your score at 999999. So literally like the entire challenge is just you you play the BMX game for 10 minutes. And if everybody did that, we would have won. That's all you need to do. It takes no skill. Easiest thing in the world. We figured it out right away. Uh, And then there was like some basic strategies that we all got together and crowd thought of the best way to play this. If everyone had taken 10 minutes and just did the strategy, we would have won. We lost by less than 100,000 points because not everyone in our tribe did this strategy. And like some of these people are playing on like web page emulators on their phone. And it's like, just do the thing we need to win. Anyway. Who was I'm it, in tribal Tyler? Council. Who, who was it? I don't know if I'm allowed to say because so many people listen to this show and I'm not supposed to be talking about say it, it outside Liz, the thread. Just say it and you can bleep it out. You're the editor. Was it Was it DMX? Is that it why he's was dead? was not. It may have been Zelda fan 042, though. Oh, with his fan, you duh, 500,000? You got 500,000? It takes 10 minutes. You just need to play for 10 minutes. It's a guaranteed 999999. How did you f*** it up? You said you played it for two hours. It, uh, Guess what, buddy? You're not minutes. only going home 
from from video game Sage Survivor, you're kicked off the whole webpage. You're out of the forums, bro. You out. Off the internet, guy. Uh Anyway, so now we're in tribal council and we're everyone's like kind of talking and we're I, we're I guess we're all right now pretending that we already don't know who we're voting off when everyone like we all know who we're voting Ooh, off. I mean, come on. Awkward. <laughs> so that's what I've been like, I don't want to actually participate in this, but I somehow want to be connected to it so I can like feed off this drama. Tyler said he was going to be no drama, and here he is, embroiled in it instantly. <laughs> so you missed my first day, Stefan, um, where I was going in. I'm just like, yeah, I'll play video games every day. I like competing in, in old video game challenges. And, like, we're getting put into tribes, and, like, there's, like, alliances and crap in Survivor. And I'm like, I'm not getting involved in any of that nonsense. And in the very first game, uh, players were given the option to privately get a hint at a hidden immunity idol in exchange for tanking their score unbeknownst to the rest of the tribe. And someone in my tribe had such an unbelievably low score that it was like, I a hundred percent knew that they had uh, taken the selfish option. I played myself and the first time I played, I got four times their score. Uh, and then I like, I was immediately in, I like clicked. I'm like, Oh my God, gotta get in secret threads we gotta make alliances we gotta what is going on guys we gotta make sure we get to the end and get this motherfucker out that's what's going on in my life no one cares about this this shouldn't be on the podcast but right, Stefan, this, I the most, give you this is the now. most thrilling part of this podcast i don't know what you're talking about yeah all right that's it for the show gentlemen johnny we got anything else are we just gonna say our names yep we're just gonna say our names and where we can find you Go ahead, Tyler. Where can we find you? You can find me on the video game sage.com. Know the YouTube, Instagram. Send me a message on Instagram. Sometimes I get around to responding to it because I haven't been posting as much because posting stuff is hard. Yep. Okay. And Stefan? Uh, I am on Instagram sometimes at Archon1981, but most of the time I'm on Twitter and YouTubes at Art of NP or Art of Nintendo Power. Um, one thing I did want to call out, because I think you can still go to the no, completion no, 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 website. No, 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 What? I can't, I can't call nope. out a charity event that I... Yeah, promoted? that's right. No. I mean, if you're not going to promote our show, you don't get to promote other people's stuff. You're out. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, go ahead. <laughs> um, so uh, I did a uh, charity live stream with uh, Gerard the Completionist um, benefiting. It was called Preserved Play. This was, uh, I promoted it the last time we were, uh, I was on the show, but then it was, I don't even think it aired by the time we had already done it. So um, anyway, it was uh, benefiting the um, Video Game History Foundation. We raised over $70,000, uh, which was awesome. Congrats. Um, Thank you, thank you. And then, I mean, I, I I played a very small part compared to some of the other people who participated, but I will still take the credit. Thank you. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that was it was a great fundraiser, and I think you can still go to the Completionist website, and they're doing a book that's like the the first like ten years celebrating the first ten years of the Completionist or something like that, and uh, the proceeds to that book will also still go to the. Video Game History Foundation. So you can still, even if you missed the live stream, uh, and if you were there, then hi. Um, but and thank you for coming. But um, but if you missed the live stream, you can still go uh, to the Completionist website and uh, and buy that book and support uh, the Video Game History Foundation. And of course, you can always donate to them by just going to gamehistory.org and uh, donating directly. Buy a random magazine. Yeah. 
Anyways, for me, you can find me at uh, Instagram, on Instagram. You can find me on our Patreon as well. I'm Johnny under uh, underscore Ayuchi here on Instagram. And uh, if you want to join our Patreon page, uh, you know, and get on our Discord, you can do that for as little as $2, but please don't donate more than $6 because, you know, that we're, we're good with these amounts. Um, anyways, that can be found at uh, patreon.com slash collectors quest join us there we got a good group of people good conversations enough about that and uh that's it for the show thank you all for listening and tyler will do some shout outs which have been uh excellent and uh yeah that's it thanks bye that's our show thank you to the patrons richard patron number one Bowden, high-end collector andrew brim 50 hertz is good enough for me andre what a 9.8 a plus plus benji Brian Gupta and Pocky and Rocky with Becky, Mint Condition, Brian J. Mora, Sophisticated Investor, Cart Mageddon, Canadian Variant Alert, Chris Glidden, Fat Cat Collector, Chris Jackson, Chris SNK, Too Many NES Accessories, Morozek, Johnny's GBA Hookup, Coffee with Mr. Saturn, The Last Game You Need for the Set, Corey O'Brien, Unpunched Hang Tab, Dustin Beagle, The Actual Shinobi, Just Sonic the Kid, Jeff the Game Boy Ferris, Lance Lord Hardstyle Z, The Degenerate Matt Fall, Funkoland Employee Platform Agnostic, Read the Game Shark, The Famicom Box Retro Game Enthusiast, Sean the Gamer Collective, Previously Unknown Variant Tim Walker, Can't Put Limits on Collecting VG Collectaholic, the old-fashioned Jewel Prospector, Andy Gelsleichter. You're going to have to tell me if I pronounced that correctly. Keeper of the Zelda variant, 0x depth code. The actually rare Bird Dog Gaming. Brandon Rogers, whose favorite episode is the wrestling episode. Still finding deals in 2021 somehow. Colton Murphy. Derek Lauer, who made me edit this show, even though it's, it's kind of late. Jeremy Jarvis, here for the Pog Talk. Jim Jacobs, world record holder of Best Collection video game art collector because games are art, Justin Chichio, Michael posting in the Discord right now, Chiaramonti, Nick the Video Game Database Morgan, the other guy who collects Korean releases, Peaceful Games, The Promoter, Retro RPG Podcast, Tex, who collects for Jaguar, Tom Obscure Variant Chaser Chase, getting the full PS2 set because Stefan won't, all caps, Andrew actually collecting Engage O, B-Nugs. B-Nugs. Corhagen does what Nintendo don't. Daniel McArdle, who thought this was the Retronauts Patreon. The Xbox Authority, Danny Gomez. The Philatelist, Dork Overlord. My Childhood PlayStation Idol, Game-Rave.com. Joe actually plays his games, Champ Pity. Homebrew Mastermind, Nick Ryan. And Sean, the Video Game Illuminati LaCroix. Thank you guys so much.